0: Hello, welcome to the Rooted Souls podcast. My name is Becca Spear and I will be your hostess. Here I am offering you talks on spirituality and self-development that bring you back down to earth. Bridging the gap between ethereal ideas and mindful realism. These talks illuminate the magic in the mundane and facilitate discernment in the far out for a life rooted in wisdom. This podcast is for conscious seekers who are just opening up to spirituality and personal growth, or those of you who've been on that journey for a while, and you're realizing that things just are not what they seemed at first, or for those who are anywhere in between. I am so glad you're here. I invite you to either take a walk or sit down and relax with something nice and warm to drink and just let this wash over you. Take what resonates, leave the rest, and just know that this is my gift to you. I hope that it serves you. I am so glad you're here, and I hope that you enjoy the show. So this is going to be fun. Today's topic is the basics of astrology, and I have my partner here with me today, Patrick, to interview me. He has a degree in engineering, but has chosen to build his profession in carpentry. He has a history of severe bouts of depression and ADHD that led him to devote himself to meditation and psycho-spiritual development over the last decade. He has a limited understanding of astrology, but he has a very open and curious mind. So we figured he'd be a good person to ask the whys and the what's about astrology. So here goes, welcome Patrick. Thank you for showing up for me and my listeners today. What's up first?
1: I'll just start rambling right away. My niece is, um, she's a tricky one. I have two nieces and, and, you know, the older one is just like, you know, same exact, similar genes, similar, um, you know, upbringings and she's just such a pistol. And, um, you know, she's fun. I love her, Um, but she can be tricky sometimes. And, um, you know, my sister can only do so much to uh, try to keep things peaceful um, <laughs> between her and her sister and, and, and anyone else. And, um, yeah, I've always been like, you know, why is why is this child so, um, you know, um, why is she feisty, basically? And um, yeah, uh, you introduced the idea of her being a Scorpio hot take i don't know if any of this is you know valid to her and her personality um but it could be um so so it's kind of interesting to to think that you know there's a lot of things beyond our control you know besides genetics um and and uh you know their their own experience and it could be just you know from my understanding the way the stars are aligned that's the simplest way i can understand it so So, yeah. Um, so astrology is kind of interesting in that way. And then there's also like a lot of times when, you know, I might be doing everything I can for myself, self-care wise, meditation and and yoga and exercise and stuff. And, um, and just, you know, therapy maybe, and, and just keeping, keeping myself as, as feeling as good as I can be feeling. And, uh, and then I'll just go through, you know, periods where it's just, um, you know, life can be, you know, just feels tricky, even though on the surface, it seems to be everything's the same. Um, so, so you've definitely brought up some interesting um, points as to when I'm going through that, that it might be something happening in the, the universe, which again, I don't fully understand. <laughs> um, but it could be something like that, that's affecting things. And, um, you know, whether it's true or not, it definitely kind of gives me a bit of like peace because I'm like, okay, this will pass, which it will either way, but knowing that um that that it's it could be something completely out of my control, you know, like like you know, the cosmos doing its thing, like yeah, I have absolutely no control over that. So, so you just gotta ride it out and it always, you know. Writing it out always leads to, you know, um, to it feeling better and, and, and getting back on track, but um, it definitely makes it easier to ride it out, knowing that, or just, you know, maybe believing that um, it might be something, something that has to do with the stars and stuff. Um, so yeah, you've, you've brought to my attention a few interesting things um, that that I've found to be useful, and I've never really—I'm open-minded, like you said. So I'm not really one to dismiss, you know, anything that is um, a little, um, a little different, you know, than you know from things I do understand. So yeah, I just try to um, listen to what you tell me, and um, <laughs> a lot of times it turns out to be pretty spot on so so it's pretty interesting um so that's how astrology has kind of um come into my life since knowing you and uh and how it has been useful um but i definitely don't understand any of it really um, (laughs) except maybe the, the the tip of the the tippity tip of the iceberg so so, yeah, um, what am I curious about? With Can I cut in
0: here real fast? Whatever. I just want to um, point out two things. So one thing I'm going to call myself out for doing something that a lot of Americans uh, who don't know astrology do, which is just point out the sun sign of somebody and, um, you know, use that as a reference point as to why someone's behaving the way they do. So with your eldest niece yes we did joke around that she's a scorpio but everyone is so much more complex than just their sun sign so it's easy to blurt that out and blame certain behaviors on one sign Um, and i think the reason a lot of people poo-poo astrology is because they only know about sun sign astrology um and it's much more nuanced and complex than that and that leads me to to comment on your second piece which is that there are so many things happening in the sky So when you're feeling a certain way, and I might point out what's going on, um, in the planets, it's multiple things impacting one another. So it's not just one isolated thing. Um, so I feel like I'm glad you brought those two points up because I feel like those are important, um, parts of astrology for people who are just getting interested in it to start to observe and notice.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah, obviously, it's a lot more complicated than that. Um, me being on the outside of astrology, even I know that you can't, you know, um, account for someone's uh, all over their personality traits and their experiences, uh, how they view the world based on just their sun sign, which I this is also I'm, I'm maybe I'm, that's concrete in my memory now what a sun sign is, but um, I just know it as what's your sign. For now so um but yeah i think for for my understanding and this is pro this is just ignorant and stuff and for um for my sister's understanding you know whenever she's having a difficult time with it i'm like scorpio (laughs) she's cliche and um ignorant for sure but you know what it kind of you know makes it be like all right totally makes sense and it's more than that but we don't know any more than that so we just have to use it's a part of her that, that's just us saying it might have to do with her birth chart um and to leave it at that is kind of just like i don't know it, it creates a sense of ease for sure so that's pretty cool we like that um
0: so why don't i break down the basics of what a sun sign is Totally. So you mentioned her birth chart. So when we are born, the birth chart is just a snapshot of that second in time to the minute and second of that birth date. And when we look at a horoscope in American culture, we're often looking at the sun sign, although horoscopes are actually written off the rising sign. But what the sun sign is, is where the sun was the moment you were born. And we have a sign for every planetary placement in our solar system. So the rising sign is what, was, what um, astrological house was placed just at the horizon. And the sun sign can be anywhere in the 12 houses of the astrology chart. So you've got a moon sign, a Venus sign, a Mars sign, and each planet represents a different aspect of our personalities. And every house or um, um, zodiac sign in the sky represents a different area of life. And then the zodiac signs themselves represent the archetype, the expression of that area and that planet and how that shows up in us and our personalities.
1: Cool. I think I got like 20% of that. So chipping away. Chipping away my understanding. Um so one thing that I was that I'm definitely curious about is um the history of astrology. Um because like I don't know. I mean I definitely know that yeah there's there's a lot of uh, I don't know I I could get you started but I feel like if I just you know if if uh if you just can start for me that Mm -hmm. would definitely be really cool because yeah how um when did they start coming up with it basically
0: so there is archaeological evidence of far far enough back as 25,000 years um on pieces of pottery and things like that uh mesopotamia was really the birth of astrology and it's very different today than what was back then um
1: what's mesopotamia
0: it's modern where iraq is today okay the middle east cool um and later on priests in, um translated it into arabic and then latin um and it was the priests who really brought it into modern day culture up until 250 years ago when uranus was discovered yeah
1: what year was the was was this i don't know can you is there a date that they have these discoveries from yeah maybe? i
0: think it was 1000 bc um
1: okay.
0: <clears throat> i'd have to double check on that um sure uh, timelines is not my strong suit
1: that's all uh, right I was uh, just lots curious, of water in my park. chart
0: yeah <laughs> um and so Where we are today in Western culture is very individualistic. Now um, with the rise of Christianity, um, free will has become a concept and with modern Western culture, uh, there's a big focus on self-development. But astrology originally was much more around um, predicting floods and rain and cycles. And then the Kings used it to understand their subjects and the community. Eastern astrology is very different than Western astrology in the way that they still, uh, many people in the East still live on a caste system. Their their destiny is very much decided for them in a lot of ways. So the astrology still reflects the community and their place in the community. And Western astrology has a a much bigger focus on the individual. And so that actually uh, is calculated differently. Um, Western astrology is focusing on, our orientation to the sky uh, versus the planets on fixed stars so astrology is a living breathing science and it reflects where culture is and so it it evolves with our needs and our per- perception
1: interesting a period that's always kind of been interesting to me is like the so-called spiritualism uh, or spiritualist uh, era mm-hmm. um which is i think like late 1800s early 1900s um do you know anything about the history of astrology in those periods does that is that even a question that it
0: it is when we started looking much more at the self-development aspect and it was the sufis i believe a thousand years ago that believed that the birth chart was here to help us reach our highest souls expression So when I'm looking at a chart for a client, I'm looking at how can I support them to know themselves more deeply and how can I help them utilize their gifts to be most empowered and be most successful in their life and in their self-expression. So I think it was around that time that we started looking at charts in that way of what is the soul's purpose, what is the soul wanting to experience versus what is the person's role in society or what is um what is going on in the community and it can be used for both now because it's all it's not either or in western culture
1: right yeah it's um well that's fun thank you
0: well what you were saying earlier about it can bring you peace you know, I've, I've heard a lot of people say, I'm worried to look at my chart. I don't wanna find out any bad news or a lot, a lot of people are concerned, I'm gonna tell them when they're gonna die. And that's not what I use it for. Um, it really is about how can I better understand the patterns that I'm already along the ride for? How can I make sense of and see purpose in the trauma or um, hardship I've experienced? So we get some context to have more choice and advocacy for yourself it's not what's happening to you it's what do i have how can i understand what's going on around me so that i have more agency
1: right um and agency isn't exactly i understand what you're saying not a word that floats around in my brain but i would yeah the way i understand what you're saying is um it just helps you um to accept and understand yourself a little bit more so you can move forward and make the right decisions or make good decisions better than without some help a little bit. Um, so sweet. Cool. Um, Hmm. Other things I'm curious about with astrology. It was definitely fascinating. The first time you, um, um, shared your, um, uh, views on, 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 um, like what you thought of, um, yeah, my chart and, um, and who I am. It's weird. Cause we didn't know each other too well. Um, and a lot of it just felt like right dead on. Um, and, um, maybe you're just a, a fascinating mentalist and you're just playing tricks on me. I don't know, but, um, but no, it, it seems a little too yeah, it doesn't really make wouldn't really make sense because I don't think you're um morally capable of stuff like that. So so it just seemed um it was pretty pretty special. I definitely didn't think like oh she's pulling tricks. Um no, it definitely was like holy holy shit, this is um this is fun. She's um she's got some cool Cool tricks, I guess. I don't know what to call them. Sorry.
0: <laughs> tools. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Tools. Techniques. Cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we're actually our birthdays are a day of, apart, so yeah. I it was fascinating for me because I never met somebody whose birthday was so close to mine. And our suns are almost conjunct because the sun moves one degree a day, mm-hmm. or it it moves. Yeah, one degree a day, every 30 days, it changes houses. So um, when people have the same birth date, even if it's a different year, even if it's a different minute, their sons are still going to be in the same place. And so that's the ego, the spiritual ego. So if you have that in common with somebody, you got a lot in common.
1: Okay, so (laughs) easy, easy for you to understand me. I guess. And that's why it probably came out so, so um, effectively where I understood exactly what you were saying. And I was like, wow, spot on. So that's fun.
0: No, we're so different. It's just, um, there's some, I'd say our values are so similar and our ability to keep an open mind. We're both Pisces Mm -hmm. Um, to be able to see through limitations or structures. I think we have that in common, but our charts are very different. And we show up in the world very differently, but our values are very similar, and I would attribute that to the sun sign.
1: Cool, cool. Um, I guess the last thing I have um, that I'm, you know, curious about or, or mostly curious about is, um, you know, I'm not gonna be paying attention to um, Lionsgate unless you're there with me sharing some cool stuff. Um, but it's like, you know, it's not gonna be at the forefront of my mind, a lot of the stuff. But full moons, those are easy to keep track of. Um, and you've said something about full moons and how they can affect um, <laughs> stuff. See, I, this is how little I know, I don't know how to articulate it. Um, but yeah, basically the one thing I guess I, I'm, I'm, or the, the the other thing I'm most curious about is like, you know, cause I don't want to overwhelm myself. How do I, and I'm aware of full moons. I, I can keep track of those pretty easily. Um, yeah. How do I, um, how do I work with full moons? Um, you know, do I anticipate them? Do I, yeah. What is and, and, and in the simplest way you can possibly answer, I guess. Um how do I, how do I do full moons?
0: (laughs) So some people are more sensitive to this stuff than others. Mm -hmm. And you can see that in their charts. Mm -hmm. And usually those are the people that are coming to me anyway. So I'm able to help them understand why they're feeling so moved by the moon cycle. So we've got a full moon and a new moon. And when we have a new moon, it starts to grow in the sky until it's a full moon. So that's called waxing. And once it reaches full, it starts to wane to become new again. So that's a cycle we all go through every month. And traditionally, the full moon is um, considered the time to release and to celebrate fruition. So the new moon would be a time to set intentions and go inward and the the full moon is more outward. So there's different ceremonies and ways to experience that and honor that on your own or simply just to acknowledge what's going on in your life and be able to have a little bit more understanding of, of those cycles. But you asked, how do you prepare for the full moon? So usually when I'm working with clients around that, I'll ask them, what do you want to release and what can you celebrate?
1: Okay. Um, that helps me a little bit. I'm mostly thinking um, you've mentioned, you know, cause I work with um, uh, a bunch of people that can at times get at, you know, get at each other's throats and butt heads with each other. Um and you think, or you've, you've said that, um, the full moon can affect our, um, you know, the group dynamic at times. So, um, yeah, what's the, uh, what's the, what do you think the, the possible effects are on the group dynamic and what do you think, um, the ways to, to deal with it might be?
0: Great questions. Think about astrology, astrology is very symbolic. Mm-hmm. And so, we can actually look at what's going on with the moon to understand how it's affecting us so when the moon is full it's creating more illumination literally Mm -hmm. and so it does that for us interpersonally and for ourselves so when you're working in a group dynamic or working with you know in a relationship with somebody things are going to be exposed it's like the light is turned on because there's more illumination with a full moon that makes sense And each full moon or each day, right? Every two and a half days, the moon changes signs. So much more quickly than the sun. And each archetype, each zodiac sign the moon is in, it's the moon's gonna express in a much different way. So the moon was most recently in Virgo and Virgo is very methodical and organized and analytical. So things around practicality and order might come up during a full moon in Virgo versus a full moon in Cancer. More hidden feelings, emotions, um, topics or themes to do with safety or um, early childhood trauma might come up. So we look at the placement, the um, relationship of the moon to other planets in the sky, and then where the moon is landing in our own personal chart. So it might impact the group, but also each person is going to be impacted differently. But you'll see a theme of things coming up. be exposed and that's obviously going to be quite volatile in a group dynamic where maybe not everything's been discussed or openly chatted about
1: yeah yeah and where um you know a lot of us myself at times included um lack communication skills so it can get um pretty dicey uh emotionally speaking so cool all right well I'll uh, I'll stay on my toes and be mindful during these periods or extra, I guess. Um, That's all I can do, I guess. If I knew everything you knew, I'd probably have even more um, strategies. So that's all I know for now. So that's what I'm going to do.
0: Well, it depends how neurotic you want to be. I mean, I've questioned myself, am I noticing more because of confirmation bias? I've, taken time to stop looking at the astrology transits and see if less things unfold or if Mm. things aren't as dramatic. And I'll go back and look if something dramatic did happen and there it is, there's the um, evidence for it. So, um, you know, in general, I tell people use it if it's actually contributing to you. Are you feeling comforted by it? Are you feeling empowered by it? If it's creating an obsession or compulsion to keep checking, Or micromanage your life, give it a break. But I like to look at charts seasonally to show people like what are the themes you're going to be working with this year. Um, You know, is it time to launch that podcast? Is it time to do you know focus more on your health this year? Um, There are different themes like that that are helpful to look at. Uh, But in terms of like looking at every detail every day to see what am I going to expect, how are things going to unfold? I don't necessarily think that that's the best for our mental health, but if something's going on that feels very challenging, it can be helpful to look at what's going on in the sky. Like what is really happening here and how can I honor it and uh, make the most of it? Because when things are happening that are upsetting, it can feel like why? And astrology can often give us an answer.
1: Totally. I like it. It's cool. (laughs)
0: That's
1: it. Oh, That's it. That's All, all right, know. so
0: I have another episode coming up with another uh, master astrologer Grace. So we're gonna go a little bit more into the symbolism and history of astrology and talk a little bit more about personal stories about how it's shown up in our lives that are pretty undeniable um, to give you a little bit more anecdotal evidence. So thank you, Patrick, for starting with me and asking these questions. I hope that this was a good introduction for some people who've been wondering, what the heck is astrology?
1: yeah, I was wondering for a long time. Now I, I kind of know, but not really. (laughs) So yeah, the journey to learn more continues. So thank you.
0: All right. Well, I know you're taking off to Greece in a couple hours, so have Uh a safe flight and I'll see you when you get back.
1: Okay, cool. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: Okay. Thank you for listening and becoming part of this community. If you love this episode, I invite you to subscribe, share with someone you think would appreciate it, or leave a review. This helps me to learn what resonates with you so I can deliver more of what you want and reach more people who can benefit from this content. If you want to reach me, please feel free to reach out on my website, www.beckaspirit.com. I would love to hear from you, get any feedback, and know what's on your mind. Until next time, take great care.